Welcome to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, a foster and adoptive and bio mama and a therapist in private practice. I'm here to help foster mamas feel seen, heard, and supported on their journey. From quick, actionable steps to make your foster care journey easier to interviews with foster and adoptive mamas, the Fearless Fostering Podcast delivers education and encouragement weekly. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW, and today we're going to be talking about foster mama trauma. So I know we talk about trauma a lot as foster mamas, but we often talk about it as well we should about our foster children. But today we're going to be talking about foster mama trauma, trauma as it relates to us. So I feel that I have a hot take on foster mama trauma, and that's exactly what I want to share with you today. I honestly believe that foster moms and dads are just as susceptible to trauma as the children that we care for. You can call it secondary trauma, call it compassion fatigue, call it burnout, or some combination of those. But the fact remains that caring for foster youth will stretch you to a new limit in just about every way possible. Now, I don't say that to scare anyone away from fostering. I simply say it to be honest that yes, foster care is hard, but we can do hard things, especially hard things we feel called to. And since you feel called to this difficult journey, I'd like to come alongside you with truth, guidance, and encouragement to help you not only reduce the symptoms of chronic stress that I'm going to talk about in just a few minutes, but also to address the real problem by giving you an actual game plan to prioritize your mental health as a foster mama. Many foster mamas aren't used to putting their needs first, but that's what makes what I teach unique. And quite frankly, I've been getting tons of messages from foster mamas lately who've been saying it's exactly what they need to hear. So we're going to talk about the signs of foster mama trauma. And then I'm going to talk about some ways that we can overcome them by activating our parasympathetic nervous system. So don't tune out if you're not a science person. It's not a sciencey episode, but I want to, I'll explain it all in just a few minutes. So let's talk about the symptoms of foster mama trauma. First, let's talk about emotional symptoms. Anytime that you feel you've been dealing with excessive guilt, anger, numbness, sadness, or helplessness, those can all be signs of emotional trauma. I'm going to say them one more time. Guilt, anger, numbness, sadness, and helplessness. These are things that we can all feel at some point on our foster care journey but they in excess can make us feel just completely overwhelmed and burnout. Now let's talk about physical symptoms of foster mama trauma, increased heart rate, difficulty breathing, muscle and joint pain, impaired immune system. Those are all signs that something is wrong. These are signs of chronic stress. And over time, if we don't address them, they're going to make us sick. They're going to make us unwell. Mentally, physically, our whole body is connected. Mind and body are connected. So we want to be paying attention to if we are experiencing any of these physical symptoms as well as mental symptoms, emotional symptoms. And honestly, so much of the time, the physical symptoms occur because we're not listening to the mental symptoms or they're not, it's kind of the body's way to turn up the volume on. There's a problem here. All right. Cognitive signs of foster mama trauma poor concentration, 
rigid thinking, perfectionism. Anytime you're experiencing these, especially I would also add overly fixating on your to-do list, kind of being very, very black or white thinking, cognitive distortions, all or nothing. Those types of things can happen when we are not able to process clearly or rationally or calmly because of how much stress we're under. And lastly, behavioral symptoms, withdrawing socially, appetite change, insomnia, and hypervigilance. These are all signs that something is really, really wrong. Anytime you feel like you don't want to do the things that you normally would like to do, you're starting to lose interest in social interactions, if you're eating more or less, if you're sleeping all the time or having a lot of trouble falling asleep, or maybe you're waking up a lot in the middle of the night and just feeling hypervigilant, like you're always on alert, like whenever your phone rings, it freaks you out because what if it's this person calling or that person about your case? It's very hard to come back to a state of calm once you recognize many of these symptoms that are happening at the same time. So that's what I want to talk about today. And this is literally what I am sharing about in my group, Fearless Fostering. It's what I teach in my course, Fearless. I want to talk about some actual ways to activate your parasympathetic nervous system so that you can feel better, A, and push back against some of these symptoms so that we can continue to do this difficult, but so worth it mission of foster care. So while I typically steer away from talking about the sciencey aspect of self-care and stress relief, I have recently found myself talking about ways to activate the parasympathetic nervous system with people in both my personal and professional life. I'm teaching clients and friends and myself that it's important to not only prioritize self-care, but to make sure that we're giving our body and mind the self-care it needs when it needs it. This may seem like a tall order or another thing on your ever-growing to-do list, but fear not. I'm here to break it down for you. So let's talk about why you need to be activating your parasympathetic nervous system on the regular foster mamas and what the heck it even is. And of course, also, I'm going to be sharing plenty of ways to go ahead and do just that. So the parasympathetic nervous system, to get started, can most easily be explained as operating the rest and digest state as opposed to the fight, flight, or freeze state, which is operated by the sympathetic nervous system. And I probably don't have to tell you that rest and digest is where we would ideally spend most of our time. It's the state in which we can function highly, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Fight, flight, or freeze is a not so fun state that puts us into high anxiety mode, telling us the world is not safe and we're not gonna be okay, whether or not that's actually true. So as foster parents, It may seem that many of us are spending a good portion of our time being controlled by that darn sympathetic nervous system, whether we realize it or not. It seems like everywhere we turn sometimes, there's another news article or or Facebook post about how this happened in foster care. We hear someone else's story and this particular caseworker said something that made us feel nervous. I'm not trying to, like I said, scare anyone or make light of anything, but I'm just saying that we need to bring awareness to the fact that each and every day there, there could be something new that turns our attention away from the here and now and throws us right into that anxious hypervigilant state that is so incredibly uncomfortable. Ultimately, this can become super problematic over time. As I was just talking about the symptoms of foster mama trauma, these harmful effects of stress and anxiety can deteriorate our physical health as well as our mental health. 
So like I said, while it may seem like a tall order to spend much or any time in the desired rest and digest state, it doesn't have to be. There are tons of ways to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. And all you're really looking to do is intentionally set aside some time to focus on slowing way down and allowing your body and mind to rest and just be. There are so many ways to do this. And when you think about it, honestly, if there's something that's coming to mind for you, I would start by doing just that. If you're needing some ideas or inspiration for how to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, I got your back. Right now, I'm going to give you a quick list of 20 things you can do to activate your parasympathetic nervous system and come down from that state of foster mama trauma. So number one is get outside. Nature is such a healer. Just spending some time outside in stillness can help you so much. Number two, meditate. Whether you use a guided meditation app like Calm or Headspace or Insight Timer, whatever one you prefer, spending some time focusing on your breath, coming back to the present moment and what is, is always going to activate that parasympathetic nervous system and help you get back to a more regulated state. Number three is breath work. I just taught a breathwork class inside my fearless group in our private Facebook group. And it was because everyone was asking for it. And it's so helpful. There are so many different breathwork techniques that you can use, but start by looking up some online, start by you may be doing a quick Google search or looking on Pinterest. There's tons of ways that you can explore breathwork if it's new to you. Number four is prayer. Prayer is one of my favorite ways to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, helps you connect to God and help you know that you're not alone. I definitely recommend. Number five, spend time with your favorite people, people that light you up, people that get you, people that have space for all your feels and just can make your time feel well spent. Number six, yoga. Even if you're not a yogi, that's okay. You can find amazing videos on YouTube and other places to get started with some simple, gentle yoga. Really, again, it's about getting that mind-body connection and helping yourself shift into that rest and digest state. Hi, friends. I just wanted to pop on and let you know that there is something I am so excited about. It's called Fearless Fostering, a deeply connected six-month group coaching program for foster mamas, and it is launching in June. This brand new program for foster mamas includes a luxury retreat, a curated community of foster mom friends, and ongoing coaching with me. Applications are open June 21st and will be reviewed on a first-come, first-served basis. So join the waitlist today at fearlessfostering.com, and you'll be the first to be notified when applications open. Number seven is shift your thoughts to positivity. You really want to do some positive reframes on the negative thoughts that you are thinking and maybe about foster care, maybe about other things in your life. Number eight is to get a massage or give yourself one if that doesn't feel safe right now. If you're, who knows how you're feeling about that, but I think a massage is a great way to truly physically activate all, just get rid of that physical tension that your body is holding when you are in foster mama trauma. Number nine, mindfully eat something delicious. Take your time with a meal savor every bite, smell the smells, taste every taste, slow down. This is really about slowing down. Number 10 is take a hot bath. Need I say more? This is one of my very favorite ways to practice self-care. 11 is put on your favorite relaxing music and listen to it by candlelight. So just change the lighting, lay down, get comfortable, and just put on some relaxing music. Number 12, take a break from your phone for the day. 
full stop. <laughs> Number 13, snuggle or cuddle a pet or a person, your choice. 14 is a progressive muscle relaxation. If you need some help finding one, again, YouTube, Pinterest, Google are all good places to start. Places that you can, again, connect the mind and body and really help yourself release the tension that you've been holding. Number 15 is give yourself margin in your schedule. Don't rush from one thing to the next. Just because you you can do something doesn't mean that you should do something. So give yourself permission to say no to the things that don't serve you. 16, do a visualization exercise or use guided imagery. These are, again, things you can find online. 17 is practice gratitude. You want to make sure that you're appreciating the good things that are in your life. Number 18, practice huga. If you don't know what huga is, please DM me on Instagram or email me. I'll be happy to share it with you. It's a Danish practice of coziness and just living your best life, essentially. Number 19 is do nothing. Just sit still and be. It's really as simple as that. It's just taking a break from doing. And that, just that, can put you into the rest and digest state. And the 20th one is to try aromatherapy, whether it's a, you know, you're lighting some incense or a candle, or you're doing an aromatherapy shower, anything like that, essential oils that can help you really get back to the rest and digest state. So there you have it, my friends. I hope that you find these ways to activate your parasympathetic nervous system helpful. And I hope that you are not experiencing any signs of foster mama trauma. But if you are, I know that you're going to find some ways to relieve it in this episode today. I thank you for tuning in and I look forward to speaking to you soon.